0: Roberts is
1: unapologetic. And I think that's a risk that all businesses have in trying to open, regardless of what government regulation says. Welcome to Radio Era Regardless with me your host Mark Scalia. Hey guys, how are you? <laughs> I know how you are. I, I know how you are. I uh, I read Facebook today. That's how I know you. <laughs> that's how I know how you are. Anyway, if you're listening to the show, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're listening one of three ways. First, you're listening through my website, markscalia.com, and check more of that site out because you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter and my calendar, and I got videos and all kinds of fun stuff hey, going on over there. Second, if you want to be part of the live chat, because that's how we broadcast, we broadcast live every single Wednesday. Well, not every single Wednesday, but mostly, especially this one. <laughs> But we broadcast live every Wednesday, and when we do, you can listen live. If you click that box you're listening through on my website, you can actually be sent to the broadcasting site, which is Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com, and then you can be part of the live chat. And if you can't listen live, although we wish you could, because the live show is sometimes far more interesting than the podcast version, you can listen to the podcast version. Which uh, after the show is broadcast live, I edit it slightly for time, and then I upload it to iTunes, and the links are on my website, so you can check that out, which will be fun. So every single week I start the show the same way. This is no exception. We're going to bring you up to speed about what has been going on with the Happening Now monologue.
2: Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to them? That's them. Where? Just now. We're now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now.
1: When will then be now? Soon. A lot of things have been going on. Last week when we were on live, I was doing some live commentary of the Chicago Cubs after 108 fucking years. What a World Series. They did it after 108 years. Congratulations to the Chicago Cubs, and they made the rivers all around Chicago. They made them blue, and it's part of the apocalypse, as, as of course, some people have said. Now, of course, yesterday was a pretty significant day in the United States. It was Election Day, and in Massachusetts, we had some very interesting questions. Question one, which was gambling. Additional slots, only casinos license. That was defeated. So, no gambling. Boo, no gambling. The second one education. (laughs) They wanted to authorize up to 12 new charter schools per year. Charter schools are outside the realm of public schools. They get public money, but a lot of people don't like charter schools. And as a result, they defeated that as well. Question three animals. We had animals. As part of our food supply, they wanted to give them more room, not totally free-range, but definitely give them more room so they could turn around and they could live and exist and all that stuff. And that was approved. That's always been my case. And I think I had this conversation with a few people. Forget about the fact that it's living and it's breathing and it's alive. It's going to be our food. And I wouldn't want somebody to take a bunch of apples and fucking whip them in a basket. And then, of course, (laughs) question four. Marijuana. you wanna the question was do you want to legalize recreational marijuana for individuals at least 21 years of age approved correct approved so now we get to smoke pot and why would you want to smoke pot because you can't gamble and the kids got no education and animals get to move around and because it was election day now here's a couple things Today is 11-9, November 9th. That's what it is. And people are like, 11-9 is the new 9-11. And I'm like, that's fucking dark. Nobody, don't, that's not even funny. I mean, it's interesting in a funny, dark way, but it's certainly not. Like, this is not the worst thing that happened in this fucking country. Because Donald Trump got elected. Everybody thinks, oh, that's the worst. No, this is not the worst thing that's ever happened. Because, here's my thing, before I even get into that, but the name of the show is Orange is the New Black. <laughs> <laughs> Which people aren't colors, you're not supposed to do that, that ain't right, <laughs> shut up. Here's my thing about PC, I understand PC, jo- Geely was the worst thing, <laughs> <laughs> that movie was horrible, here's- so go back to the point. <laughs> Everyone does have the right to say whatever it is they want. And I completely agree with that. I also think we live in a society where there should be some... Or there, you'd like there to be... Not should. You'd like there to be some protocols where there's some respect of back and forth. Now, of course, some of those things don't apply. Like comedy, cynicism, sarcasm. It kind of mixes up a little bit. My thing is... People are treating today like there was a death, like somebody shot somebody, like it was the worst thing ever. Now, I'll explain. I didn't vote. I'm not registered to vote. The reason I'm not registered to vote for a couple of reasons. One, I don't want to do jury duty because I don't like my peers. I don't think people are objective enough. That makes it even subjective for me to even say that. But I understand that. But I don't think people are ad- objective enough when it comes to the law. I think people are very opinionated about the law, and they let their own personal evolution, their own personal history affect that. That's why everybody feels like today is like the darkest day in the world, because Hillary didn't get elected. And it's not just that. Everybody thought she was, like by a landslide. Even my wife said it. And then when it comes in, and they're like, well, she won the popular vote. Uh, Let's put it in perspective. There are three states still not in yet, and The count is only about 200,000 people. That is not... A majority is by one. I get it. I understand it. I don't want to mince words. But it's not like she won by 12 million people. You know what I mean? And I wasn't a fan of either one of them. But the hypocritical nature of things... That's why I was on Facebook today. And I watched all the talk shows today. I watched The Talk... Or with the voice, whatever. No, the voice. What's the the view? That's it. The voice. The, the voice. I watched the view with Whoopi Goldberg, who said she was going to leave the country if if Donald Trump got elected. She's not packing her bags. A lot of people aren't packing the bags. And I, you know, I get it that you say that, but my thing is, if Trump can say something in the spur of the moment, it's like no, he's in. He's a. He's literally an object of change. That's what people want. Like eight years ago, Barack Obama was hope and change. Hope and change. And I didn't feel good the next day. I'm like, ah, shit. I didn't want Barack Obama in there. I didn't want him in there. So everybody's upset. And I understand. I understand it. I get it. But it's the same people who say he's a racist. He's a homophobe. He's a sexist. Those are the same people that are now firing at him, name-calling at him. And I'm like, don't you realize, like, you can't even see that you are double standarding the fucking sitch. That's what you're doing. You say, this guy's terrible because he does that. Well, you just did it. And that's my thing. I want better for everybody, not just Americans. I want better for my species. I really do. But (laughs) people don't see it as such. They absolutely don't. It is. It's hypocrisy. It's mind blowing. And my thing is, you can't say that Hillary was, you know, sliced bread because certainly she wasn't. And it's not like United States isn't ready for a female president. Of course, we're ready for a female president. Al Roker said it this morning. He said, we're ready for a female president. We're just not ready for this female to be president. And that's it. Trump's not qualified. That's what everybody says. The thing that I get you are afraid of is the Supreme Court nominations. That has a lot of people freaked out because of the whole Roe versus Wade. Now, I'm not a woman. I can't carry a baby. I understand. I don't want anybody telling me what to do. I certainly would imagine a woman wouldn't want that, especially in the vagina. In the vagina. (laughs) I just love saying it that way. You know, I'd love to be able to control vaginas. I really would. It would be like Dr. Strange. I have the power to control the vagina. I would love that. I really would. I, I just don't know what it would have been like the other way. Control the vachingo. Yay. <laughs> I understand. But it's just like everything else. It's not the worst thing to ever happen. And it's not as bad as you think it is. And I actually wrote this down because I thought of this today. And I, I believe this. What you want today may not be what you want Years from now. So don't hold on to any of it because it all ends. Because what I wanted eight years ago or five years ago or 10 years ago or 20 years ago is very different than what I want now. So it's just like whatever, you know, just let it sit. Embrace the president we have. Don't fight him. You know, I know there's going to be fights because there's always fights. There's always don't let him do this. Don't let And I know the Congress was like, we're not going to let Barack Obama do what he wants to do. And it's like, well, that's the Congress. The Congress can certainly do that. But when we had a Democratic Congress and a Republican president, it was the same thing because that's the nature of the check and balance system. But at a personal level, I just want you to let it go a little bit. I know it feels like heartache and all that stuff. And like somebody died in the family. And, you know, what is this penis, 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 vagina? Stop it. What are we fucking 12? (laughs) Oh, my God. So I understand. And my thing is, I got bigger fish to fry. I don't give a fuck who's in the White House because right now I worry about my house. And I understand. I live in a society. And my rights get a little watered down a little bit because I live in a society. That's what I make the pledge because that's where I live. And I think everybody, or my, my opinion is that people don't vocalize that. Like, people like, this is terrible. It's the worst thing that ever happened was. I didn't vote for this guy. I'm not going to. It's like, you know something? You don't have to fucking vote for him. You don't have to vote for him. You really don't. Even if you didn't, you still have to obey the rules. It's the Even the president said that now. The rule of law, transition of power. That's the way it works. So, on a lighter note, <laughs> we have one more show in uh, November before the holiday season fully kicks in. We're not doing a show next week, but we have the Thanksgiving show on the 23rd. So that'll be our last show. And then, starting in December, on December 6th, Scrooge will be hosting the show. And this is only for this year, only for this month. Radio Irregardless will be on Tuesdays. That's what we're going to do. And then, of course, after Christmas, which now after the election is over and halloween is over i get to start talking about the salem comedy and spirits festival that's going to be coming up january 12th through 14th all right ladies and gentlemen i gotta move i've taken too much time and i got a really fun guest and i'm gonna play a game we haven't played in a while you know we're gonna play a little sounds like sex to me I need one of those one of those whistles like I need one of those because this is what I want to do. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to make saxophones great again. (laughs) So here's what I do. I play you a song that has a saxophone solo in it, and you have to guess what that song is. Let's do this. Let's start off like this one with uh, this first one. Only nine seconds. Here we go. That's it. That's all you get. <laughs> I hate this game because I can't Google it. <laughs> you can Shazam it. You really could. I'll give you a hint. It's the same guy who sang Ghostbusters. I'm in love with the other woman, Paul. Oh my God. Closing up, it's just the other woman. What the? game sacks, man. Fuck me. There we go. How about this one? Another song from the 80s. By who? This is you. It's like 35 seconds. Oh, it's too hot. It's, it's, oh yeah, that'll give it away. (laughs) Oh, I have no idea. Oh, there's actually, there's anti-Trump rallies. (laughs) Who cares? Those are people who are just fucking sore losers. That's like burning down a casino because you lost your money. You knew the fucking risk anyway. Cool in the gang. That is correct. You know this game sacks, man. Stop trying to burn down the fucking casino. That's my point. All right. How about this one? Twelve seconds. <laughs> well, that's a tricky one. Oh, by the way, I didn't play. <laughs> that's fine. I don't have any time. Oh, I know it was a porn. No, it wasn't a porn film. <laughs> being with you by Smokey Robinson. Uh, sh- was it? I don't care about anything <laughs> else but being with you, being with you, being with you. That is correct. Smokey Robinson, being with you. Let's see. Uh, let, oh, so wait a minute. Paul got two, and Kim got. You know this game, They Got one, and everybody else. Okay, moving on. There you go. I don't know what, what is third man in. <laughs> that sounds dirty. I don't know if it's a relation to the porn thing earlier. I don't know. <laughs> All right, guys, we are running so behind, but I'm going to call my guest. Here's the thing, because our nation is still reeling from <laughs> from our election. The only guest I could get is Canadian. <laughs> it just so happened to work out so we got craig fay i'm gonna be calling him during the break very funny guy i met him in ottawa an extremely funny guy and uh he's brilliant a really smart writer and we're gonna get his take when we get back not just of comedy but maybe we'll ask him what, what does canada think about this <laughs> so, you're listening to radio or regardless we'll be right back
2: From 1981 to 1992, saxophone usage in songs were 9 out of 10. However since 1993 modern day songs featuring saxophones have decreased 87%. Because of this, most of today's saxophones have been abandoned, and some, homeless. At the United Saxophone Usage of America, we provide songs for saxophones. For just pennies a day, you can help these instruments desperately in need. Meet Kenny. Falling on tough times, he performs in adult films. Thanks to your contributions, he is playing in the rendition of Greece for the Robin Kowalski Middle School. Our mission at USUA, is to get saxophone usage back to what it was over two decades ago. Please give to the United Saxophone Usage of America, because we can all use a little more sax.
1: Hi, I'm comedian Dead Air Dennis Maller, and you're listening to Radio Irregardless with your host, Mark Scalia, because it's less obvious than cutting yourself.
0: The worst, though, the worst is, and I'm sure you've all met somebody like this, uh, they are the people who are like, oh, me? Well, I don't believe in Western medicine. I only use ancient Chinese herbal remedies. (laughs) Yes, because let's take health and drug advice from a time when people lived to be 45. (laughs) And people who coined the term opium den. But if you like the ancient wisdom, that's fine. There's lots of it out there for you. Like, hey, uh, uh, next time you got a headache, don't bother with the Advil. No, just drill a hole in your skull to let the demons out. (laughs) Or next time a cold starts working its way around the office, don't bother washing your hands. No, just find that haggard old widow in accounting and burn that uppity bitch. (laughs) Because I don't believe in Western medicine. I believe female literacy causes disease.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And you're back at Radio Regardless with me, host, Mox Scalia. And that was a sampling of Craig Fay, who joins me on the Skype line Ladies and gentlemen, Craig Fay. Can you hear me? Yeah,
3: yeah,
1: hey. Oh, there we go. Hey, can you hear the music now?
0: I can hear the music. I can hear the clapping. Okay, good. I wonder. It's
1: okay. amazing what we can do with
0: technology. Well, we had,
1: we had some issues, and my, uh, I upgraded my tech. I was using my tablet, and, of course... My guest could not hear the sounds going back and forth, which is strange. I'm gonna have to look into that. But I was like, you know, I have a phone, fucker. So I just put my phone in and I go, yeah, I know the phone works. So, but it's yeah, good we t-
0: live in the we live in the future. We're talking to each other over computers. We're playing stuff over. We like we have multiple computers, this is ridiculous. <laughs> and you still call it radio? Like <laughs> I do.
1: I, it is a radio show because this is like you yeah. know, well, technically, I would say it's a live broadcasted podcast. But I guess uh, but then yeah. why not just call it radio?
0: <laughs> Roll off the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> there you go.
1: So ladies and gentlemen, this is Craig Faye, and I just put all his information into the chat. You can free stalk him on Twitter. He's at Craig Faye Comedy. C R A I G F A Y Comedy on Twitter on Facebook he's Craig Fay Comedy and website is craigfay.com so i said that right craig fay comedy craig fay comedy on twitter and facebook and then the website boom 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 check all that now we met when i was up in ottawa and i think that was april may
0: yeah yeah something like the april or may uh yeah you were headlining and i was uh i was performing with you that week up yeah. in ottawa
1: you know if you have a cd
0: yeah yeah the album it's uh, Helicopter Rich. Helicopter uh, Rich. On, uh, iTunes, Amazon, uh, pretty much any online service, wherever you want to go. Spotify as well. So if they if they're real cheap and don't want any money to come <laughs> to me,
1: they can check it out on Spotify. <laughs> you could definitely do that. And that is such a funny bit. And we got the other bit coming up a little okay. bit later. We're going to play, which I absolutely love. And the Helicopter Rich is the name of the the CD. Now, yep. when when we met, when we because we met for the first time up in Ottawa, and yeah. you, now you're from Toronto. That's right. yeah. And how long have you been doing stand up?
0: Jesus, uh, I think it's uh, been it's now nine years. Uh, this past September. Oh my so nine, god. Nine years. Two thousand seven September that I started. And you're
1: killing it, man. You are absolutely oh, killing thank it. Thank you absolutely killing it he's so funny just just even doing 30 minutes in front of me i'm like oh shit i got this is, i hope the host is doing some time uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's buff that shit out let's just yeah <laughs> it, it was easy it was very funny so what got you started what made you want to be a comic
0: yeah uh i, I think it's, it's weird, like I think there's a there's a long and a short version of this, but I think like if anything, I'd have to go back to like my childhood and my parents like uh I have this very vivid memory of my parents like coming up to my room like after I'd gone to bed, so like I must have been like you know eight or nine or something like that, you know when you're going to bed at like eight o'clock at night and uh, <laughs>
1: like last night for would- me
0: yeah. <laughs> They would come up to my room after I'd already fallen asleep and bring me downstairs to watch uh home improvement downstairs. With really? Tim Allen. Yeah. Because oh they God. thought uh, Tim Allen hurting himself like he did on the show all the time would just crack me up and it did. And they just loved, uh, they loved watching me laugh so hard at these <laughs> things. And I think that's kind of like, I think that messes you up a bit as a kid. You're like, <laughs> Oh, What's, what's better than your parents letting you stay up late on a school night. Nothing's better than that. Like that's, and also, Oh, by the way, you're the middle child. You're special. Cause we like how you laugh. So come on downstairs. Oh and God. now you think comedy is this special thing that gets you all this attention. <laughs> so I think that's, uh, that's probably the root of it. And then, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, random performances and stuff through like high school and like, you know, drama clubs and stuff like that. And then, uh, Yeah, finally, just uh, like first year university, I did like an open mic and that was kind of my first stand up and then didn't really do it for another couple of years, you know, like kind of that false start. But uh, yeah, and then rest is history.
1: And I got to say, that is a great story. It's a wonderful story. The only thing that bothers me is I was doing stand up when Tim Allen had that fucking show. <laughs> that's all. and i'm like how old are you what the fuck? no because you're what you're like mid 30s early 30s right yeah, yeah. 30 30 uh 30, 33 i think
0: but jesus i can't jesus well jesus
1: <laughs> well don't say jesus jesus was 33 they <laughs> yeah, yeah 32 i'm
0: 32. he's there we 32 go.
1: yes they are on 32 okay, so.
0: <laughs> it gets a certain point where you're like i don't i don't know what do you <laughs> just...
1: i'm over so 30, 30 ride, but not I quite 40.. Break,
0: yeah, I can drive. I can drink. I can gamble.
1: Whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can vote. issue should do all that? So I, I don't want to talk too much, it because I did a, a, way too much up front, but it was—it's kind of the thing. I'm trying to heal my country. So, but yeah. you are our neighbors to the north, which I've had a lot of Canadian acts on the show. Now I always get into the debate about you know countries and cultures and how things are a little different, but. A couple of my friends from Montreal are like, "This is the worst thing that ever happened," and then some people in Ottawa are like, "This is fucking terrible." But now I gotta say, my thing about Toronto was, I don't think Toronto gives a fuck. <laughs> really? I
0: I don't know. I I'd say we give a fuck. You no. know, <laughs> like it's. Uh, I was I was I was saying I was up to like one thirty last night. Watching the watching the election, trying to uh, you know see who won. I finally just packed it in.
1: And it's so different because uh, like we weren't aware that you had a prime minister or a leader. <laughs> it's oh, like yeah, you,
0: know, <laughs> you don't give a fuck about it. That's, that's how it goes. We it's... we pay close attention to you, and we freak out and do stupid shit. And then uh, we go, oh my God! They just elected a psychopath, and then go, don't worry about it. They hardly know we're here, yeah. right?
3: Like,
1: you know something? <laughs> it's not that we're it's not that we're disrespectful. It's we're ignorant. Now this dude, yeah. is
0: it's completely hey, different. It's, it's fine. You don't care. That's cool, man. We you know, we, but it's
1: right. We don't notice. It's like you're the quiet neighbors that live above us, and we're just going. Uh, this is like this is the best apartment ever and then all of a sudden you hear something they go is somebody up there? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah there's there's somebody living in your attic I mean, like, you live there for like what 170 years or something like that yeah, yeah you're good I <laughs> really I don't know but
1: you know we don't we don't pay attention to the basement either put, I mean, we do now now we we're like True. I didn't know there was a way down to the basement there isn't there's a way up from the basement but this, yeah you got to break that off <laughs> It's a false floor we didn't know about in the base. <laughs> It was like, is it prohibition? Like, I understand if this prohibition, we gotta sneak shit down there. But if stuff's yeah. coming back up, it's like bad plumbing for us. <laughs> <It's... laughs> <laughs> no, I know that uh, it's very opinionated. A lot of that, my Canadian friends on Facebook very opinionated. And you're yourself, so, what's your take on it? Because you're university educated, you're yeah. very smart. You're you're. It's not like Thank you're, you're you. 15 years old. You know, and you've been you know you, you know your country. You know about my country. What's your spin on it? What's your take on this whole? You
0: know. uh in short it's kind of a complete disaster like, I, don't <laughs> I mean uh, in short in short yeah, <laughs> well a disaster
1: i mean it's uh yeah that's what it is but well, it's not um, like he's got access to nuclear oh because <laughs>
0: oh, okay. here's, here's my thought on, on on this thing right uh you 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 just gave the world's like largest economy, I think, to a guy who's been bankrupt six times, right? You just gave, uh, you just, you just put a guy in charge of creating jobs whose signature phrase is "You're fired," right? You you put a guy in charge of like the world's largest military and nuclear bombs with a guy who has a temperament where, uh, first of all, he's going off on uh, on uh, Rosie O'Donnell during the <laughs> debates, which like she's not even. Like she hasn't been on TV in forever. Why is he ragging on her? And then sits up to like three thirty in the morning, tweeting mean things about supermodels. Like that's I don't know. That's the guy you want a uh, finger on a button. I, I I don't know. I was I was surprised. Well, let's just I, I put it this way.
1: Let's put it this way. Only about two hundred thousand people were the difference maker in that fucking decision. So. Yeah, two
0: hundred thousand is nothing. Two hundred nothing. It's like half the population of Canada. <laughs>
1: Come on. You got a little less than that. Don't bullshit me. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> we no. got Toronto, we got Ottawa and the Montreal and then everything else
1: Everything just else hilarious. is just there's a Saskatchewan or this you know there's a or some no. My gosh, that was, oh my God, Craig, that was just too fucking funny. It's a disaster. But here's the thing. You probably know more about my government than a lot of my citizens. Um There's so many checks and balances. There's, there's nothing like, it's not like he's going to do anything because he really can't. Well, I, I, yeah, I don't know.
0: That's the thing, right? Like everyone said he, he couldn't get nominated. Everyone said he couldn't get elected. <laughs> <laughs> So like who who knows what this guy can actually do? You know, like maybe I I don't know I don't know. Well, like, here's the like thing: Obama was probably just playing by the rules. That was his problem,
1: right? Like- <laughs> Obama wasn't playing enough. But the thing is, yeah. it's it's what did Paul just? Paul just say props to my Vancouver peeps. They know what it's all about. <laughs> don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be, I'm gonna fuck the shit out of everybody. I'd say, fuck them all to death. That's what gets what Mister Garrison says. Which there's a new episode tonight, anyway. <laughs> but there's, I mean, it is. It's a checks and balance system, and there's really, see, if Trump tries to do something, it's gonna be completely known. I think if Hillary got in and she tried to do something, you'd never fucking know. Like you'd never know, because. You're banking on his incompetence. <laughs> like- <laughs> you know something, but there's been a lot of stupid, stupid people in public, and at least he's not covertly stupid.
0: Yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell you this: we had that with um, we had that with Rob Ford up here in Toronto. I don't know if you guys know about. Him, oh,
1: but- oh yeah, we know about. That was like <laughs> a. Okay. They told Mayor, me he yeah. said he wouldn't eat her pussy, and I got plenty of pussy at home. Now, we got a guy That's that right. you talked about eating the pussy. We, t- we just talk about grabbing it. We're yeah. much more civilized <laughs> than our neighbors to the north. <laughs> I guess so. Anyway, it didn't work out so well for us either.
0: Like, yeah, that, that was one of those things where it's like, wow, this, guy's, this guy would be scary, all the shit he's pulling, <laughs> except he's so bad at getting away with it. He gets caught all the time. So- I mean, hopefully that's the situation for you guys, and it's just another four years of, uh, uh, you know, bumbling around, and it's like a yeah, like a well, stooge's I've, episode or something. But I've,
1: <laughs> I've said there's right. a best I've, case scenario, by the way. <laughs> <I> think- <laughs>
0: This is like the, the world's first democracy. And we're saying, like, yeah, best case scenario, the Three Stooges episode. We got the Supreme Court, Donald Trump, and Congress all trying to get through a door at the same time. Hi,
1: right. give me some room. Spread out. Spread out. <laughs> well, my thing is here's the thing about Trump, though. It's, it, it's, he really, I mean, yeah, some of the decisions are going to be made, which is, you know, everybody understands that. But clearly, Nobody's gonna talk to us for four fucking years. Like when you get France, France, fucking France goes, uh uh, this guy's fucking weird and we don't want to go near him. When France France and Germany agree on the same fucking thing, who do they yeah. And of course, you know, they're dancing in the streets in Russia, but my thing is like Russia's kind of a badass and we don't have to like be their best friend, but certainly if they think that they need us, then that's not that's not a horrible thing. As opposed to, I'd like to fucking kill you all.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think probably U.S. and Russia, it's like exes, right? Who kind of have to see each other. Like <laughs> we, like, we spent so long at each other's throats, and now we're kind of okay, and we can pretend we're okay for the
1: kids. But yeah, yeah you know what? It, it's exactly a lot that's exactly there, you think. <laughs> Like we got divorced 60 years ago, and things were very uncomfortable. We had some kids together, and it was horrible. Yeah. But now, since the kids are all grown and we've known each other, you know, you want to go out to dinner. Maybe <laughs> reach out to Cuba. You know? yeah. I want them to reach out to Cuba because I, I want a good cigar. I haven't had a really good cigar for, and you fucking people, you get the good cigars because you're friends with Cuba. Yeah, You're
0: yeah, we, yeah. We fly there. That's that's. Uh, here's the secret. We we all fly to Cuba to go on vacation where there's no Americans. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Cuba's like Cuba's, See, I had my honeymoon in Aruba, and we went. My wife and I specifically chose a resort that had no children. So Cuba, oh, yeah. Cuba is the resort like that. They go. Where do you want to go? Yeah. Uh, I don't. I won't go anywhere as long as there's no fucking kids. And by kids, I mean Americans. Yeah.
0: Go there, you're like oh my god, the sodas are all reasonably sized. <laughs> oh my there's god, me.
1: this is brilliant oh my god you know so we'll talk I'll tell you what let's take our second break We, I want to play the other clip and when we come back I want to talk a little bit more about your specific comedy and then I'm going to play a game with you ladies and gentlemen you are listening to Radio Irregardless this is Ebenezer Scrooge and although it's fairly warm now Winter is coming, and when it does, be sure to see me on the Salem Christmas Trolley. Tickets go on sale Monday, September 12th at 9 a.m. Tickets are $30 each, and there's plenty of shows so that I get to torment all of you. But feel free to pay for the ticket and not show up, because less bodies, more money. And until I see you on the trolley, this is Ebenezer Scrooge wishing you a humbug.
3: This is Christopher Scalia, host of The Restaurant. You're listening to Radio Air regardless with Mark Scalia. You're probably on death row. Most prison inmates don't have to listen to this, but you probably did something real bad.
0: It's funny how people react to things, though. Um, I was was lucky enough in, in college. My roommate invited me up to his family cottage for a weekend, which is pretty nice. And while I was there, I ended up talking to his parents. And we were talking about the traffic on the drive up because I didn't really know them and we'd already talked about the weather. (laughs) And while we were talking about traffic, they happened to mention that their friend across the lake got to his cottage by flying there in his helicopter. (laughs) To which I responded, wow, that guy must be pretty rich. And they got defensive. They were like, no, no, we're not saying he's rich. All we're saying is he owns a helicopter. (laughs) Like, yeah, and all I'm saying is he owns a helicopter. (laughs) They're like, no, 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 you don't understand. It's not like he could afford to buy another helicopter. (laughs) Like he'd have to sell the helicopter he has before he could get a new one. And that's the first time in my life I realized there are people out there who make the distinction between helicopter rich and helicopters rich. (laughs) And I do understand what they're saying, though. They're saying all his assets are currently tied up in the helicopter. He's helicopter poor, is what he is. He's got to make those helicopter payments. And as a student at the time, I did understand that, because uh, at the time, all of my assets were currently tied up in a bag of unripe oranges from No Frills. Because I was poor, but not scurvy
1: poor, you know? And you're back at radio regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And that was another little sampling of Craig Faye with the title track of the CD, Helicopter Rich, and he's still in the Skype line. At least I think he is. Yeah, still
0: here. He's Still, <laughs> still hanging on. He's uh he's on he's
1: on hold with Russia trying to figure out if they uh, they want to go splitsies on a uh, on an app or something. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you this. How long has your CD been out?
0: Uh, it came out in May, so I think it was just uh, May sixth it came out. So just just about when we were performing with each other uh, up in Ottawa. I'm not sure if I had it yet or not, but yeah, a uh, few months anyway.
1: Now, was that your first CD? Have you done another one besides this, or
0: no? That's that's the that's the first one. So I recorded it uh, last October, so almost a year ago, and released it in May. And it's uh, yeah, really happy with how it turned out. It's. Uh, sounds good and I, I kind of always just wanted to do um an album just because I, I kind of feel like it's its own sort of art form on top of stand-up you know what I mean yeah and I thought like you know all the jokes that I'm doing right now if I put these together on an album would that really work and I thought yeah I, I think it would so that was like that was kind of the, the time I decided to, to do it so
1: you have another one in the works. So you kind of just working that one out a little bit more, just like on the road, kind of touring that one.
0: Yeah, yeah, just working that one out. Uh, it was kind of nice to like push me to write a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like, okay, this is out there. That's kind of the final version of certain jokes. And yeah. then um, now I'm just, you know, taking my time, writing new material finding other stuff that i'm like really excited to be talking about stuff like that so yeah it'll it'll happen eventually but i don't think we're doing it like this year or anything (laughs) (laughs) well
1: there's plenty of stuff
0: i can't churn out like an hour every every year you know
1: well you know so i'm sure you could well maybe maybe every two years every two years maybe but certainly not (laughs) now as far as stand-up goes are you down the states uh, haven't I actually really been to the States
0: all that much? Uh, you guys have some pretty tough immigration laws. And- <laughs> not not as uh, of yet, but we're getting there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, this is a bit of a side thing, but for, for performers, like, it should just be, like, the biggest free trade zone. Like, I don't <laughs> care if you come here. You, like, you're not taking jobs away from us, you know? Like, you don't care if I go down there. It's fine, you know? Like, just... It's crazy. Like bands are getting stopped at the border and like turned away because they don't have like $10,000 permits anyway.
1: Yeah, I just, <laughs> that that to me is ridiculous. Like I understand if we're contractors and we're going up there to build something, but <laughs> we're fucking entertainers. It's not like. <laughs>
0: yeah. And also like if I'm playing Buffalo, maybe things aren't going so great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you just let this visa thing slide.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, not a lot of stuff going on in the states for you.
0: Not a lot. No. So mainly, uh, mainly stick to Toronto, sort of the the run of absolute clubs, uh, Montreal. Uh, you know, uh, down in the Niagara Falls region, that sort of thing. Just all up and down. There's a lot of funny
1: people in Toronto.
0: Yeah, there's some crazy good talent here, and um, you know, it's 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 a uh, you know we got fewer cities and stuff like that so i think uh not as much work people get a little more hungry you know what i mean Yeah, spend a little more time uh you know at the lower levels you know really really grinding stuff out so yeah it, it's it's uh it's a pressure cooker sometimes here you know what i mean like it's 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 sink or swim and i think it just brings out the best in people
1: well that's the way it is in boston at least when when i was coming up in the ranks as a comic and we got better faster and two years in boston is like five years somewhere else and literally that's what it is i mean even new york like you're competing against other comics but you're not playing great rooms you're playing shit rooms and you're not getting great audiences with boston it's a mix like you play a bar one night you'll play a you know five-star room the next and you gotta flex back and forth so that you get better faster
0: oh yeah for sure and i think uh yeah that's that's kind of what it is here you know what i mean there's there's a lot of lot of comics because pretty much everyone from you know this (laughs) side of the country gravitates here yeah Uh, you know and uh and and that's where we all accumulate and there's tons and tons of shitty shows and shitty bars that you probably have no business walking into normally except they put a microphone up in the corner and all of a sudden you're, you feel safe being there for some stupid right. reason. I'm behind a
1: stick. If I'm behind a stick, I'm good.
0: Yeah. This isn't a shit bar. If I'm behind a mic stand. It's, it's, uh,
1: people don't understand that about comics. Like the shitty of the room, the more I wanted that mic. And when I had to go hands-free for a lot of years, it was hard. And then I just went, what the fuck? It doesn't matter. But you know, I need that. And you think that like, eighth of an inch or that half an inch wide pole makes a huge fucking difference in the act it's huge it
0: does have you ever tried doing stand-up without a microphone
1: oh yeah oh my god oh my god
0: yeah you're just yelling at an audience oh i've done that yeah
1: strangest this is the strangest thing this doesn't play like it's like you like those challenges you like to you know and you're a flexible guy. You can do that. You're very fun and you roll with it. You get this really nice style to yourself where you have your material. But if you get talked to or heckled, you can roll with it and then come right back to the material. And that's, it's really fun. So, again, if you guys, you can free stock him on Twitter and Facebook. He's at Craig Fay Comedy and his website, CraigFay.com. And we'll get, you know something? I'm going to prove to you that Craig Fay is so funny. And well, you already know that because you've listened to him. But I'm going to prove to you he's very worldly and intelligent, and he can roll with the punches because we're going to play a very cool game: candidate or cartoon character. There we go.
0: <laughs> we did the Looney Tunes. There, I like it. I
1: like it. Well, we did this during the primary, but this is a very cool game. I'm going to give you a quote and you have to tell me if it's a cartoon character or if if it's candidate and then you get actually bonus points. If you tell me what cartoon character or what candidate it was. Oh, nice. All right. I'm looking forward to this. So this will be a test question. Now you and I are speaking via Skype and we're speaking almost instantaneously where my listeners are listening through the internet and maybe experiencing anywhere from a four to an eight second delay. So, <laughs> yes, so your advantage is that you can speak almost instantaneously to me. Their advantage is there's more of them than of you. <laughs> so, okay, and you're competing directly I'm, against them.
0: I'm, I'm competing against them, yes. Oh, the four second delay. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. I
1: like this. Here we go. So, this is yeah. a test question. If I said to you, Who said I don't even wait? and when you're a star, they let you do it, you can do anything. Grab them by the pussy. You can do anything.
0: <laughs> I want to say that's a cartoon character, perhaps Ronald McDonald. No. <laughs> <laughs> Which, what, fake, where are um, you going for lunch?
3: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Uh yeah, no, I think that, that I think that might be your uh, president elect Donald Trump. It would
1: be Donald Trump.
3: <laughs>
1: and I play that in honor of Donald Trump. Trump, so yes, that is the correct answer. <laughs> a couple of the listeners got it right. Now that's the test question. They're a gonna couple. They're <laughs> gonna get harder. They're gonna get harder. Here we go. All right. You know what the mysteries of my life is? Why a woman runs away when all she really wishes is to be captured?
0: I'm gonna go with Pepe Le Pew.
1: What? Are
0: you
3: kidding me? Yeah.
0: We did.
1: We did not rehearse this. That is Pepe Le Pew.
0: Yeah, well, it's, a, it's the woman running away. That's the whole shtick, right? That's the whole shtick. Oh it's the, it's the date raping, uh, <laughs> date raping skunk. Like, Which... just no means no, man. Just, no. just no, lay no. off. You know what I mean? No
1: means no unless you're a skunk, apparently. <laughs> it wasn't even, she was a skunk, she was a cat. It was like they were trying to crossbreed. It was very, it was very. Yeah, it's, it's you know what? I'm going to say this, Looney Tunes cartoons uh, don't hold up to our modern standards. <laughs> Mildly Uh, racist Yeah very racist How about this one You have to think anyway Why not think big
0: (laughs) I'm going to go with a candidate
1: And who do you think
0: it is Hillary
1: (laughs) Nobody else The audience has not answered yet So you can say as many times If it's right I'll tell you if it's right
0: Okay so that's not right Kim said it was Uh, uh Bernie
1: Sanders That is also not correct it sounds like a Yogi Berra thing. It really does.
0: Yeah. Uh, but it's not
1: Bernie. It's not Hillary. No no clue. Take a guess. Come well, on. Trump then? Trump? <laughs> <laughs> Trump is correct. He actually said that.
0: Not a, you know, I'll give him that. It's not a terrible uh, it's, not. it's not. a terrible thing. It's not terrible.
1: No, it's more of a Yogi Berra-ism is what it is, you know? Yeah. No matter which way you go, so- there you are. You know, it's like that type of thing.
0: Yeah, I could see it in that voice, uh, smarter than your average bear, yeah.
1: Well, no, not, not Yogi Bear, Yogi Berra. Uh, I, Yogi Berra was the coach of the Yankees. Uh, Never mind. Okay, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I you, forgot you, I'm talking to a Canadian who knows more about my culture except Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and I'm a Red Sox fan. We're also, so you
0: we're also either cartoon characters or politicians. They thought you were saying the, the cartoon <laughs>
1: Yes, anyway, <laughs> you got it right, and then you got it right. So you got it right anyway. Here we go. How about this one? I guess it goes just to show you. sometimes things don't turn out as bad as you think they will, but sometimes they turn out a lot worse. But then again, sometimes they turn out sort of okay, but kind of bad. <laughs> oh, that's uh, I will shit if you get this one. I'll is that say, Homer Simpson? No, Homer Simpson. That is not correct. That's not correct. But uh, it is. But it is, is a cartoon. It is a cartoon character, though.
0: It is a cartoon character. Oh, okay.
1: Kim said Peter Griffin. No, it is not Peter Griffin. It's a very the obscure kind of reference. The tick. No. <laughs> what is a past tense of the word dig? Doug. Yes.
0: Oh, oh I remember that cartoon. Oh, jeez.
1: So, do you remember his last name? No, just, just was Doug. All right, right. What, are, what are you, Craig? Uh, comic? And, Man? And as a comic, you are?
0: Uh, funny? Funny! <laughs>
1: Spoon fed, but still got it. Doug Funny. That's his last okay. name. So yeah,
0: now... I remember that show. I do not remember his last name.
1: How about this one? Why can't they invent something for us to marry instead of women?
0: (laughs) Well, that's for sure gotta be Donald Trump. What
1: Trump? Is that your final
0: answer? I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, that seems (laughs) ridiculous. Ho ho,
3: very
1: funny.
3: Uh, Ha ha. It is too laugh.
1: No, that is incorrect. (laughs) Audience, do you wanna take a shot at this one? Again, why can't they invent something for us to marry instead of women? (laughs) The audience is not taking a stab at it. It was Fred Flintstone. Oh, yes. She said Homer Simpson. Close. How about this? Maybe if I stare at this piece of paper long enough, people will think I can read. (laughs) If I stare at the
3: picture long enough, people
1: can... Maybe if I stare at this piece of paper long enough, people will think I can read.
3: <laughs> Is
1: that... I'm going to guess cartoon character. That's okay. Good, good. That would be fucking pathetic. But yes, it's a cartoon character. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I don't... I, I can't even... It's well, I will tell you this. It's it's I'll go with Homer Simpson again. No, no, it's older than that. Much older. From the forties or fifties.
0: Oh, um Bug's
1: Bunny? Ah, what was his counterpart? Uh Elmer Fudd? No, that was his that was his foil. Duck.
0: <laughs> Daffy Duck? Daffy Duck! <laughs> <laughs>
1: there you go, that is correct. <laughs>
0: This is like turned into a game of 20 questions. Yes, it
1: is. (laughs) All right. And then the last one, because I want a bonus question. All right. I'm going to be dating her in 10 years. Can you believe it?
0: That's Donald Trump. That's Donald Trump. Yes,
1: he's going to be in prison in six. (laughs) All right. Let me do this. Let me take our third and final break. And when we come back. We're going to ask Craig Fay the three questions I ask all of my guests. Tell us about your first time, your best time, and your worst time. You are listening to Radio Regardless. We'll be right back.
2: Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or coworkers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com.
1: To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Air Regardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back at Radio Air, regardless, with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and I. I was selling stuff on Close Five. I'm, in, I'm sorry, Let Go. Do you know that site? Let Go.
0: Let Go. No. Let,
1: no, no. Let Go is like um, like an eBay tape thing, like a Craigslist kind of thing. And I'm selling my old tablet, and like four people all of a sudden wanted to go. Is this still for sale? Can we do? And I'm like, I'm on the fucking show. I can't. <laughs> so it's, it's fucking just terrible. the
0: notifications coming up. You're trying to queue up music, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> just, they just... don't call you the rest of the day. Just the the thirty seconds that you actually need access to that screen,
1: right? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry so ladies and gentlemen once again you are still on radio regardless with me your host Mark Scalia and Craig Faye is still in the line and again free stalk him on Twitter he's at Craig Faye comedy on Facebook and Twitter and on he's got his own website craigfay.com and we're gonna find out where he's gonna be now first of all you, is your calendar on Craig Fay people can find out where you were at it is there yep yep they can see that yep. people can go there but we want you to tell us where you're going to be but before we have you do that well i'm going to ask you about your first time your best time and your worst time on stage and please do it in that order because it's usually the funniest order
0: Worst and best and worst and yeah because the worst uh, is going to yeah. be the
1: funniest story
0: <laughs> yeah worst yeah nobody wants to hear the story of how it goes well um <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, first time I think was, uh, as I mentioned, I was just in the first year of university or college, as you guys call it. And uh, there was a a club in uh, Hamilton, Ontario, uh, which is not a wonderful city. It's an old steel (laughs) town. Uh, But uh, they had a club there, and they had an amateur night, and for some reason it's something I decided to do. I called in. And uh, their phone line didn't even work. So, like, you couldn't even call in for the amateur (laughs) night. Uh, So, I showed up with like all my friends from like uh, college. Like, I probably brought about like 12 people. And it was me, the bartender, and then I think the host or something like that, and one other comic. And uh, I I got up on stage and thank God I had my friends there because for sure I was doing terribly. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but they didn't let me know it, so I, I kind of did that that first time where uh, you know you kind of get your confidence up and you think maybe I can do this. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that was it, and they pretty much had to put me on the show because I I was the entire audience. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was the, that was the first time, and then I didn't do it for another couple of years. I don't know why. I think it just slipped away. And then uh, probably about three years later, I actually buckled down and started doing stand-up for real, you know, more regularly.
1: And what about uh, – now, you've been doing it a while, so tell us about maybe your best time or the best time you can remember or – Yeah, best time is probably uh, – it's the – it's
0: the I don't know if you find this, but there's like a high that you're always chasing. You know what I mean? You chase that original high. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the first time I ever experienced that, I was probably it was probably about a couple months into me seriously doing it, and it was the first time I was ever funny on stage. Like I remember, uh, I remember I'd spent months and I wasn't getting any laughs on anything. I was thinking to myself, "Oh my god, like what am I doing? How are these other people getting laughs? How am I not?" <laughs> and uh, one day before the show, I was just. I was in my room and I was doing some writing and I came up with a great tag for this one joke. And I thought, Oh, that's great. And then all of a sudden it started rolling into another tag and I just tag, 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 tag this joke. And then, uh, that night, I think I was like third standby or something like that. Like I shouldn't have even gotten on the show, but a whole bunch of people didn't show up for whatever reason, got up on stage and, uh, the jokes just started hitting right off the bat, which was the first time that it sort of ever happened. And I remember standing on stage thinking, oh my God, if they're laughing at this, wait till I get to those tags that are ending. <laughs> <on stage." laughs> and it was, it was a weird like, and by the way, that could have gone horribly wrong. Oh, like, you yeah, could have turned yeah. right there. Yeah, But it was sort of this first moment of like, oh man, I can actually do this. And I, And sure enough, as soon as I started hitting those tags, they were just erupting with laughter. Yeah. Uh, Like my pulse was just going. I lost feeling in the lower half of both my arms because like the blood had all
1: drained out of them. I've actually experienced that, but it's my legs. You ever feel like you're standing there and then your legs feel like they're on backwards? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I've that felt I've felt that, which you know, like to experience that on stage is really it's it's an amazing feeling. People don't get it. Like you can't really explain it to them. It's almost like an out of body experience or something. It like is. That. It is. You're so is. you're so into it. Yeah. So then I
0: I finished my set and I got off stage and it's sort of everyone who had sort of seen me coming up, you know, the last couple months and struggling and going out to all these mics just came up to me and were shaking my hand and patting me on the back and buying me beers saying you know that that was great and in retrospect it probably wouldn't be that great of a set now you know and uh probably (laughs) i've had better sets since but that's the one that sticks with me because that that's the high i'm always chasing
1: you know and it's fantastic that's a great story man so now thank you now that we talked about your first time which wasn't great and you know your best time which is just fantastic tell us about your worst time (laughs)
0: okay this is a doozy i once had somebody tell me i told this story to somebody uh, experienced comic and he looked at me and said why the hell are you still doing comedy <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> this is how it went down so uh i think it was probably about a, a year year and a half into doing comedy and uh uh, the TV station here, Much Music, which is like MTV, right? Yeah, I know Much. Uh, I know Much. Yeah, yeah. So they had uh, they had a, a live show, right, with a live studio audience and stuff like that, where they would get people to, uh, you know, sort of almost like a panel show. <laughs> and uh, Russell Peters, yeah, the yeah. highest paid comedian in the world at the time, had just released a new album, and they were having him on the show live on national television. And they thought it would be a great idea to get a couple young comics to come on the air and pitch him one joke. And then he can judge them live <laughs> on national TV no, and only no. being in it about a year and a half. I thought, yeah, I'm prepared to do that. There's no way this could possibly go wrong. Uh, so show up at the place. There's me, two other comics. I'm, I'm up second, first comic sort of steps forward in the light, you know, looks in the camera. Tells his joke, um, gets a couple chuckles. He steps out of the light. I step up, tell my joke, dead silence, (laughs) which I thought was the worst thing that could possibly happen, except just a beat later, the studio audience starts booing me. (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) television. in front of russell peters the highest paid most successful comic in the world at that point
3: oh my god
0: and (laughs) russell peters goes no 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 don't boo him i mean that was terrible but don't (laughs) boo him and i just stepped back out of that light and it just like all the blood drained from my face and uh the third comic did her thing, and she ended up getting a, a free DVD for the whole thing. But after that, I wanted to. Oh, I just wanted to go crawl into my basement apartment and die. Oh my but god! The uh, the, uh, the other, thankfully, the other comic on the show, uh, Mark DeBonus. I don't know if you've ever worked with him. I know, uh, good guy, funny comic. He was like, "Well, I'm just I'm going to be driving home, so I'll give you I'll give you a lift. Just wait a few minutes." <laughs> And a few minutes ended up turning into a couple hours, where we just drove around the city while he ran errands at all these different Greek and Italian restaurants. <laughs> and I was just like, "Just take me home, <laughs> please, God, just take me home." But finally, after hours, like oh, a couple hours of that, we actually ended up at a different open mic, and uh, I got back on stage that night oof. and did set. And uh, how was it? i think that one was fine like it it obviously wasn't gonna be worse uh <laughs> but it was kind of like a get back on the horse sort of thing you know what i mean so it was it was kind of it was kind of nice because he wasn't gonna let me go home and quit comedy
1: oh my god <laughs> i got
0: fun. back the stage so that's that is by far oh. the worst set i have ever had
1: people always say they go is it is it terrible when they don't laugh and i go no, there's there's one sound that's worse than silence and worse than yep. booing. It's this. <laughs> that's, that is the worst sound because, like, if no, if there's silence, you're like, okay, they didn't like it. If there's booing, it's like, oh no, no, they didn't like me. But if it's one clapping, you're like, oh, that's fucking miserable. It's <laughs> miserable.
0: Like they, not only did they not like me, they decided they're gonna be a dick about it. Yeah. like
1: really a sarcastic clap thanks buddy yeah well those are great stories but speaking (laughs) about being a dick i tabulated the scores i would have to say you win (laughs) (laughs) you win <laughs> so you win so this you got the greatest
0: accomplishment ever thank you You get so bragging much.
1: rights because you knew cartoon characters versus American candidates which they were all Donald Trump and it was like the this market the, cornered on crazy shit It's the mayor of Boston <laughs> you didn't know that so yes I might as well just do it So Craig what do you got coming up that you want to promote the audience and again if you guys want to free stock him he's at uh, on Twitter and Facebook, he's at Craig Fay Comedy. And then his own website, craigfay.com uh, What big shows do you got coming up you want to promote? So yeah, maybe, so if
0: anyone's up uh, listening around in the Toronto well, area. Well, you know, a lot
1: of people download this. I mean, you got a lot of Canadian comics downloading the podcast. So there you go.
0: Yeah, there you go. So uh, uh, November 15th, I'm doing a uh, showcase taping for all the different comedy festivals here in Canada. So it's a bunch of comics on the show just doing their best best stuff. That's at uh, Comedy Bar at uh, in Toronto at 8 o'clock. Uh, and then on November 18th, I'm actually opening for Josh Gondelman, uh, who writes for, I believe, the uh, uh, John Oliver show on uh, HBO. Yes. He's coming to Toronto again at Comedy Bar at 8 o'clock. Uh, and you can just head over to ComedyBar.com uh, and get the uh, tickets for that. So
1: those are the two big shows I got coming up in uh, November. I fucking love working with you, man. You're so fucking funny, and we went we went so long, but I don't care because we had so much fun, man. It's been great talking to you again, and I hope when I get up there, I get to we get to hang out a little bit more too, because hanging out was just as fun as you know, as doing stuff on stage. Yeah, for sure. And even if our dates don't line up, if you're in Toronto, just uh, drop me a link. Oh yeah, it'd be great. So I'm going to tell you, what, Craig, thanks for being part of the show. And I'll I definitely think we can hook up at some point when I come back up to Toronto. Or maybe you'll even get to come here. Maybe NAFTA won't work out. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> I'm going to come down. I'm going to fucking just infiltrate the U.S. So. Sounds good, man. But it's great having you on. I'll talk to you soon, my friend. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. But All right. Craig Fay, everybody. Oh, my goodness. So funny. I laughed. Oh. How funny is all that? Oh, my God. He's so funny. He's just a funny, funny, funny guy. And I love working with him, too. Amazingly funny. So, guys, let me tell you where I'm going to be this weekend. Tomorrow night, Thursday, November 10th, I will be doing a fundraiser down at the Cabby Shack in Plymouth, Mass. Friday night, I make my return to the Gold Room up in Portland, Maine. And then Saturday night, I'll be back at Headliners Comedy Club in Manchester, New Hampshire. And then Sunday night, or Sunday afternoon, I should say, it is our last Salem Spirits trolley. November 13th. There are still some tickets, not a lot. So if you want to get them, you got to get them quickly. Hey, hey guys, uh, if you always, as always, if you want to be a sponsor, email the show radioirregardless at gmail.com. Call the hotline 978 209 9294. Next week, no show, but November 23rd, the Thanksgiving show. Hey guys, be well. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. Your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All music and audio clips used, property of their respective copyright owners. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises, and copyrighted 2016, all rights reserved. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening. Hello.
3: Hello.